combat time. combat time our fifth episode now we are going to be talking about uh M we've seen the movie we've gushed about the 95 movie and now uh we're going to talk about the most current game uh which is on its way out probably uh plenty of people have played it uh but we're here with mortal Kombat 11 uh with you see hello and of course jay hello hello and no guests today. Today we're just going to be our hardcore MK mother effers. <laughs> the three amigos. The three amigos. Playing the three Lin Kuei ninjas playing Mortal Kombat 11, which... Hey, I'm not a yeah, Lin Kuei yeah, ninja. Yeah, nor am I. Sure, are you? I don't know. You're the White Lotus Society. You're the... the... I am of the Shaolin. Actually, I'm with the Shiryu, too. I don't, I don't like the cold. And I'm Special Forces for no other reason that Johnny's, Johnny Cage is in Special Forces, because I guess he has right. to be. But he, in reality... Uh, kind of? He's kind of Special I Forces, mean, but yeah, he's kind of not. He like, joined the Special Forces. Like, 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 honestly, if I had to choose one, I would just he's be, like part, of, I would just be part of the Black Dragons, man. The Black Dragons are kind of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, constantly backstabbing each other. And, I mean, yeah. Know, what, a, what a life. I mean, yeah, that's... Um, I mean... It, like if I'm not a, if I'm not part of the ba uh, the Black Dragons, I would just be under one of like I would be one of Shao Kahn's minions. I'd be fine with that. He at least is having fun over on his end. He just like hey, I'm just gonna murder. Except all he randomly will kill you and torture you if he's like ever slightly suspicious of you. Yeah, but he's worse he, than Jack Nicholson and the Departed. Yeah, but I mean that you know that means he's never boring. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's a way to look at it. <laughs> if that's the that's the standard. <laughs> hey man, hey man, bo boredom will boring. kill you. No, no, like seriously, boredom, boredom kills you. It really kind of does, and not in a good way. It's like uh, I, I died for nothing because I was just bored. I'm just gonna sit here and just boredom ride. is one of the worst fates one can have. Yes, but haven't been bored of the latest Mortal Kombat games. And uh, as I said in the previous episode, like our first episode, the 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 past five years have been uh, quote unquote Jay kicking my ass uh, with Johnny Cage, uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's be interesting to talk about 11 in this uh regard because let's see like 9 and 10 i played while i was uh living with jay peek behind the curtains um and then 11 came out shortly before i moved out and that was kind of the game where it's like oh, okay things are different they're adding new gameplay elements and this and that and then i moved out and luckily i've been able to play it more so than i have any other mortal Kombat because guess what it's out nintendo switch yay and uh and honestly and i i, I read that it's the first time uh, Mortal Kombat game has been on a Nintendo console since like, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, none right? of the Nether Realm games have been on Nintendo until now, That's which crazy. I hope would mean twelve comes out on Switch or whatever the next Nintendo system is. It should, yeah. And hopefully they'll do a fucking better port of it because I love having Mortal Kombat and Switch. It plays smoothly. It's great, but yeah, graphically it's like what the hell. It looks like, and garbage. it's not because of the Switch. It's because of the people that did the the port because doom 2016 and i i haven't gotten eternal but uh looks fantastic on the switch so it's like a switch can do a decent port. i mean it's got it's got limitations the fi fire is switch's weakness it can't do like particle effects but it looks pretty good i mean the resolution is kind of a problem too I mean, even even with games like uh 
Breath of the Wild, which is made for the Switch. Like, you can still see, like, some jagged edges and, like, anti-aliasing oh, things. I don't look for that, that shit. Not, like, I'm not a video file, so. Uh, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, for example, like, I play, like, recently I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And then I, but I play it on the Switch because my friends have it on Switch. And it's just easier to do it that way. But then I look at videos of people playing it on like PC or you know PS4 or whatever, and it's like there's a lot more detail that they put into those games, I mean into those consoles than they do in the Switch. I think, and I feel like it's because the Switch is like it's a tablet. I think it's native 720, and then it, it's up upscaled to 1080 when you put on the the dock. Yeah. I think something like that. I don't know. I think a lot of it has. And to I play do. it so, more yeah. than often. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do though, just like when you look at the style. Um, of Mortal Kombat 11 as compared to other games. It just, like, you can tell by looking at it, it's definitely more for, I guess you could say, like a high-end graphics card or more of a high-end PC because you've got shiny-ass textures just going everywhere. You've got really detailed facial animations, and you've also got pretty intricate backgrounds where all this, like, where all this stuff is happening all within, like, one, like, massive space. And not to say that... Well, the big thing about mm -hmm. why 11 looks great is because they did the face scan thing and, like, when you go back and look, because 10, I was impressed of it graphically, but going back and looking at it now, I'm like, oh, wow, everyone does kind of have a potato face. But now it's like everyone has a distinct look. Like, say what you will about the face scan technology, because when you see the actors they use, I'm like, oh, wow, that looks nothing like the actor. Yeah. But it the least looks like a person. And like, there's like, you know, the variations. The emotions are, you can see the, you can see the emotions a lot more in. 11 than any oh yeah movie. and and trust me they know that which is why like in a lot of scenes especially right before like a big fight and the dialogue options they really zoom in on their face a lot <laughs> they're just like hey look we got face scan yeah. technology look at it look at it all freaking day <laughs> that i was i was doing research on it just like so i was trying to i was trying to look and see like some behind the scenes stuff uh uh, and like I didn't realize like the the studio that they've been working on since I guess since they've made Nether Realms like ten years ago, it's a converted bank, like it was an old bank that they converted into oh, wow. a studio, so like they have like really thick like cement walls and stuff that they can use for like their motion capture studio area, their facial uh and like facial scan which it says facial scan but it's like it's like an office room. Where they have like a bunch of cameras pointed at a chair, and the actor sits in the chair, and they emote and stuff, and they capture all that. Huh. So, it's like they've apparently they've like over the years have developed their studio, their motion capture area, everything to be like state of the art and to be tailor made to what they want to do, and that's why like each game has been like such a huge leap in improvement. Interesting, because they've been working hard to like build their studio to what they want. Yeah, it's really I, cool. I've been consistently uh, consistently impressed. Like, looking back at 9, it's real cartoonish, but, like, there are aspects of it that I felt, like, for some reason, I mentioned this in our private conversations, but Quan Chi looked almost photorealistic to me, even though, you know, maybe that's easier because he doesn't have normal skin tone. Or, like, I really like the way Stryker was rendered. Like, he looked almost like he walked out of the cartoon. Uh, and right. 10... I thought they looked photorealistic, but that was partially because of the sweat mechanic where they just, that detail added on made them look Everyone was so sweaty for no reason. Sweaty, which you would be if you're fighting like that. Let's be honest. True. Um, I mean, there's also the whole, like, you know, environmental thing where, like, the, I think there was a level where, like, you're in a building that's, like, raining blood or something like that. Uh, and then if you, in 10, and if you, like, 
if you the fight goes into that area, your character gets like showered. Yeah, in that's blood nine. And it's like, actually, you're just like that that's, for the rest. That's of where they did the stupid nine? battle damage, where like oh. yeah, and like the battle damage is a little bit too much. And they had, I mean, the battle damage is in eleven too. It's in eleven, and it's a lot more scaled down and less obtrusive. And I kind of is like it because I played as Shao Kahn, and then I got my helmet. I mean, yeah, you get little things up. like they have a patch of blood or a little bit of a clothing torn. Oh, but it's yeah. nothing like in nine. Yeah, it's, in nine. If it's, I'm playing against Jay Striker, zoning me with a gun, if I happen to win, my character's entire face is just red. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like that's a little oh, right, distracting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, like a lot of their clothes are blown off. Yeah, yeah like a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a lot of that. A lot of that happens in that game. And one thing I noticed about Eleven, just overall, like uh, characters are doing all these crazy things to each other, and basically they're almost taking no damage. And I almost like the idea that at least in nine and partially ten, they tried to at least say that some of this stuff actually has an effect. But hey, I mean, like if you're Scorpion and you throw a spear in someone's face, it's like, oh, that was just a flesh wound. There's no big deal here. I can, like you can still see my beautiful, like you know possibly like you know caked face that glistens in the sunlight with no damage on it and all my facial expressions are good and like if i'm about to die or get killed in an fmv cutscene or whatever oh i got like a few scratches on my face and like maybe like a little bit of my hand you know looks a little wrinkled and that's kind of it like that's the extent of like crazy fatality level damage (laughs) um which we'll get to if we talk about the story mode but i mean like it's getting ridiculous with the x-rays and all that, but I like to have the headcanon that Mortal Kombat uh, characters are just Looney Tune characters. I mean, yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> and they can have an anvil dropped in their head and just, like, accordion out and walk, you know, walk away. Yeah, I like how, like, you can do anything to maim somebody during the game, but then someone breaks a leg and they're out of commission, right. like, in a cutscene. All yeah. the violence you see in match is not canon basically <laughs> pretty much yeah it's just it's, it's just there to be like, pretty much hey, have this, to go this is mortal combat we have to be violent but not you know yeah because like like in in the fmv cutscenes when they're actually fighting each other a lot of it feels very slow and sluggish compared to the in-game fight scenes that you like we actually control the character but still at the same time i'm not really complaining too much i mean i, I like i'll definitely say that I, I very much like how Mortal Kombat is kind of evolving, um, but not only from a story perspective, but just what NetherRealms is doing, because they keep upping their game a lot from game to game to game, and it shows, and I'm honestly kind of liking it. Like, at this point, I'll even give it some really high praise, is that I think it's evolving in a much smoother way compared to, say, Street Fighter, which is a game series that's almost as old as Mortal Kombat is, and I can I kind of consider them just two big rival you've got the american fighting game and then the japanese one and in my opinion it's yeah. actually older and well so yeah street fighter is older um but mortal kombat is not too terribly far behind um mortal kombat has way yeah. more sequels unless you count like all the second yeah and, stuff. and for a while like you know we talked about like the dark ages of mortal kombat in terms of like the games and everything like that but i think now that nether realms is kind of doing it and with 9 10 and 12 it's gotten back into the competitive scene a lot you can find you know the latest games being played at Evo um, a lot, well, along and yet along with Street Fighter, there Rider. are people, there are people that hold the the PS2 era games uh, with nostalgia. It's like people younger than us who grew up, like they didn't grow up with the 2D games. Like for them, the the PS2 games are their childhood Mortal Kombat. So some people oh, yeah, appreciate it's, it's it. all it's all perspective. It's all perspective. Yeah. Like I mean, 
It's like, it's like you know Star Wars people who grew up with the prequels, love the yeah. prequels. Kind of but Josh, <laughs> I'm saying it's it's it's, it's, just, it's just what you grew yeah. up with. Like, I mean, but uh, I think it just goes to show like the, the the PS2 era games weren't necessarily bad. They were just different from what we were used yeah. to, except for Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. But Josh, I mean, I mean, but Josh, at the end of the day, if you ever go to any like major fighting game tournament, even if they're just playing like you know casual MK, just any casual MK, the chances are that you'll see them be playing Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate, or Mortal Kombat 3 Trilogy, those, like, combination of games, or they're going to be playing 9, 10, or 11. You won't see them playing, like, 4, Deception, um, Deadly Alliance, or Armageddon. You won't see them playing that yeah, game, those I games. So. I thought I thought the I thought fighting game tournament, uh, fighting game community usually, like, didn't consider, like, the early MK games as, like, worthy of competition like the Street I Fighter I can see games. that because there's less skill required. Yeah. It's so it's 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 because it, it's not as tightly you know, it, it Mortal Kombat in the beginning at least was always more about the spectacle and about like you know the ridiculousness of you know the characters fatalities moves and stuff like that more than like just the technical like you know fighting balance or whatever like that Street Fighter was better at. I mean, if at you look time. at it, if you look at it Is from that? that level, like MK2, I think fundamentally would be the most balanced one. So I think you can still find some people that would play Mortal Kombat 2, but it wouldn't be like mainstream competitiveness. It would be it would very much be like casuals and maybe like playing for cash just on just basically on the side. It, like it wouldn't be something that you would require broadcast. the It doesn't require the finesse though that Street Fighter does because oh, yeah. I was a Mortal Kombat kid. I understood that more purist people were about Street Fighter, and I own Street Fighter too. But I, you know, you know, wasn't good at it until one day I just tried to play it through and appreciate it, and I started to get it. I started like while dodging Sagatsu and Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. I was like, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of finesse. It requires a little bit more skill and strategy than Mortal Kombat, where it's just you know, it's it's the scene in the MK eleven, you know, twenty eleven movie is sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I ended up doing that because like I played Aftermath yesterday, and I ended up doing like the sweep so many times. I was actually, yeah, I was actually trying to do combos with every single character and trying to like figure them out. I tried. Dude, I found some. I, I found some I fun, tr- freaking new characters I want to try. Like at this point now, like you're seeing, if you and I ever play Mortal Kombat 11, like in the future, whether online or whatever, I'm going to show you the power of Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn is awesome. <laughs> you would like Shao Kahn. Uh, I, there are so many new characters well, we'll get... that I want to try too, but you can only have so many mains. But but yeah, I mean, like to dial back, like just overall, what do we feel about MK11 compared to the previous two Nether World game, Nether Realm games? Uh, I'll go ahead and you're never you're never I'm gonna never going to get that right, get that right yeah. because my brain wants to say Nether World. I'll go I'll like I'll go ahead and Best say House in I'll go ahead and say that like as far as like which one I enjoy playing from like a fighting game perspective, I think 9 is still my favorite. I very much enjoy the combo system in 9 and I love how fast paced it is. I can I, I have a lot of fun with a lot of different characters in 9. 10 I think is a, 10 I think is a, like is good uh, just from you know you have like the x-rays in there which I think are kind of fun. You've got like some combos and stuff that you can do but they're very kind of like in my opinion a little bit too bread and butter. Like there's a lot of twosies and threesies that you do with every single character. They're kind of all the same string um, and you basically just block and wait for those openings and some of them link with some characters but from an execution standpoint some are a lot harder than others it feels less balanced by comparison compared to nine um but in 11 
they fix some of that, but then they add more things into that pile that I feel like is not needed. Like you have cool things like an escape roll that you can do if you're caught in a corner. Um, and then you have things where like you can, you have like a block meter and stuff like that. And then instead of one EX bar, you have two um, or whatever. I, I forget if 10 actually has two, but I don't think it does. And then you have like, you know, the whole x-rays things that are now uh, conditioned on how low your health is as opposed to building meter like you did in 10, which I like and don't like. I, I don't like it because basically everybody oh, gets a chance. I forgot about that. I thought it was always tied to health. N um, well, in 10, it's tied to by how much you hit the opponent. So you build meter based off of that. But in 11, you're going to get that x-ray either way. But the balancing aspect is you only get it once per fight. Like, uh, like if you right. use it in round one, then you can't use it around two because it does a lot of damage and i kind of you also get crushing blows yeah yeah because they added crushing blows and i like crushing blows and i hate crushing blows at the same time but i don't like begrudge mortal kombat 11 for that i just feel like i just don't get the logic behind well, why it's there um in the first place well i mean it's, it's taking it's taking a page from tekken basically because tekken has the uh rage art whatever where it's like once you get to a low health then you get to yeah, yeah. i don't like that's that exactly about tekken. Like tekken i mean that's probably like one of the very few things i dislike about tekken 7 I, I like the idea that like a super move like that should be earned and you should have the right to use it i don't like the fact that you just get it like you get it like when you're low health because you can tell well, I mean, it's a balancing thing that's why yeah, but you also get you also get like this that's why i can actually yeah. hold a candle to you sometimes playing tekken I, I just tend to not like it just for the simple fact that if you're low on health, it's meant to be an equalizer. And I guess that's fine. I understand you want more people. You want anybody who – you want a veteran and someone who's brand spanking into the game to have some kind of fighting chance. And I kind of get that. But there's been too many times, and Josh, I know that you and Yasin both know this, where it's like, hey, I'm getting my butt whipped. Screw it. I'm just going to hit the two buttons and do the super and whiff it and hope it lands. And sometimes it will, and sometimes you'll win off that. And that's and that's the thing. It's not just an easy button, because you can fuck it up, or you could get it blocked, or you could time it poorly, or you could use it prematurely. You know, you still have to use strategy. Yeah, honestly, Josh, you do have to use a little bit of strategy, but very, very little. It would be way better if it had, like, a strict input command for execution. But in Tekken and Mortal Kombat, you just press the two triggers at the same time. Boom, done. Well, the thing is, I mean, with Tekken, it's even it's a bit less forgiving because you have it one yeah. time. Like, in, I mean, you, you do have it for both matches, but if you miss it, that's it. Whereas in Mortal Kombat... Yeah, you you get one per match, but if you miss it, it builds yeah, up. Again. And, or at least in ten. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and yeah, eleven. And I'm just, 11. And I'm eleven. Just, you could still use it once per match, isn't that what it is? Or? Well, you can. No, in eleven, you use it once per match, not per. You, you can only use it in one round. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, but that's, that's if you land it. If yeah. you miss it, then it will go back up, so you can use it again. But you basically you have to land it for it to never come back again. And for the most part, so, I'm cool with it. But at the same time, I. I like I like that um, Nether Realms wants to implement that to get new people into the game because you want people to do that. So I think from a business perspective, it's good. But as someone who's just kind of like cut from this cloth of old school fighting games, where like if you didn't know a thing, then you were just screwed. <laughs> the game isn't going to help you through it. You know, you're more of a purist. Yeah, and, and and I feel bad saying that because I don't like the idea of like fighting well, game purists, but I I know what I like. <laughs> so it makes me ask, like in tournament play, do they outlaw uh, X rays? No. Do they like shut them God, off? God no! Or? It's a fundamental mechanic of the game. They can't outlaw it because like um like 
there's ways you can combo into them and they're in in Mortal Kombat 11 there is damage scaling so like you know sure. if you're doing like a 10 hit combo and then you immediately go into your x-ray it will do damage but it won't do as much if you just land the x-ray by itself and I do appreciate NetherRealms for doing that because like if you're going to do a fighting game that has potentially high combo counts like a la Marvel vs. Capcom 2 where these things are just damn near infinite at times then you know I like the idea that damage scaling becomes a thing to where like you can like once you hit like 15 combos your damage is basically nothing like you either like at this point you're just showing off so you know I like the fact that they do that yeah uh, that's pretty standard I mean so go ahead do you like the game yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually, I actually, I actually do like the game. It's just when I compare it, the original question was like, what do you like more, nine, ten, or eleven? And then I just kind of just went through how, like, from a fighting game question? perspective, I like, like nine, yeah, I, mean, mo- I like nine more. But I will say, from a story perspective and a character, mo- pretty much every other perspective outside of fighting game, I like eleven the best. And I say that as someone who hates time travel stories. Um, and I did yes, not... Jay, I'm surprised for <laughs> you to say this, and I'm getting ready to bitch about the time travel. Oh, the, bit, oh, the time travel thing is We're going to talk about uh, 11. The gameplay and the story, and the story I have, I like and I have issues with, but continue. <laughs> but yeah, like overall, <laughs> um, that's just, I mean, that's really like sort of my assessment. I, li- I think, I, I like where 11 went, because 11 did a lot of things that I very much enjoyed, which I'll go into when we start getting like kind of like picky about like certain things we like about it. But yeah, like um, Eleven, I think is where the studio um, and the story of Mortal Kombat kind of needs to go, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't involve time travel, because I don't take the time travel seriously. I just kind of run with it because at the end of the day, yes, this is a Looney Tunes cartoon. So I'm just. I got so fucking confused with the time travel, uh, especially if I only play the story mode like you know once a week or something like that. I'm like, wait, who's fucking young version and who's old version? Fuck. Aaron Black, I'm so confused about. I keep forgetting that Katana and Liu Kang are past Katana and Liu Kang. And, uh, so, and Cabal, don't get me started. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, Yassine, um, on your end, like, which do you like more after you're playing like 9, 10, and 11 as far as this timeline? This particular saga or trilogy of Mortal Kombat games? Um, and it's so, I'm split, like, all over the place. Uh, if we're talking about gameplay wise, I recently uh, played a little bit of nine, like maybe a month or two ago. I didn't beat it, but I played a lot of it. I think you're remembering it more fondly than you know. I think if you go back to it, it feels very, it felt very clunky, and um, I think I'm hearing an echo on my end. Am I? I'm not. Hello? I don't hear any. Okay, never mind. Maybe it's something else. Um, but yeah, um, I I remember like when I was playing it because I think Josh, I was telling you about it because I think we, when we were talking at one point, I was playing it. I yeah. think during a conversation and yeah, it there's stuff in it that it's like okay, it was coming back to me some of the stuff you know because I play as Kung Lao mostly, so I was like okay, I'm getting some of the combo and stuff back, but there's stuff about it that just feels very stiff. At the time, we were really into Mortal Kombat 9 when we were playing it, and it felt really good. And I, I there's parts of it that I got back into pretty quickly, but that game feels very stiff compared to the newer games. Very much so. I think, I'm interested to hear if you play it again, Jay, to hear what you think yeah. about it. 
I mean, I, I'm willing um, to do it someday. So maybe like when we actually get to the Mortal Kombat 9 game review at some point in time, I'll actually replay the game and I'll be like, oh, this game is actually not what I thought it was. <laughs> but right now, um, yeah. I do have a lot, of fun, a lot of fond memories of it just because... Yeah. Oh, me goes. too. So, yeah, I'll be the first to say I probably uh, could be blinded by nostalgia, but I just remember at the time thinking like, oh, I love this. I like how this works. I like how this combo works and how you can go into this. So... You know, I mean, remember what we were talking about? I mean, we, this is something we talked about years ago, where we talked about how um, Mortal Kombat Nine. Like, I think we saw a video about like how the the stances and like how people move in Nine aren't natural. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, and you definitely pick that up when you go back and play it now. Like they're complaining about For the sure. animations. I think part of it is just the, yeah, yeah, maybe nostalgia just. How refreshing it was to play 2.5D Mortal Kombat that basically was yeah, yeah, it's Ultimate no. Mortal Kombat 3 only with new gameplay uh, considerations and it was super fast and ridiculously crazy yeah. with the battle damage and it was just fun. Well that's the thing, like 9 was such a I don't know if groundbreaking was the right word, but it's like it is such a turning point in specifically Mortal Kombat, but also in like kind of it ushered in a new way of doing like story modes and fighting, well i mean that's something that i don't think building up to too like uh deception started the conquest mode and it's much different than what the netherworld games nether god fucking damn it nether realm um, <laughs> games have where yeah. you actually had free roaming it was kind of like this like rpg where you'd wander around and talk to people and the story would kind of unfold versus like cutscenes. but it's like ever since since the beginning they've been wanting to take advantage of the mythology and the story of mortal Kombat, and like they tried making a you know an adventure game of sub-zero okay it didn't work out they they hit gold with shaolin monks uh which seems to just have a cult following because i never fucking played it but um so and so now story modes are standard and i mean i i have a little issue with how they did the story mode in uh nine but that's mainly because it's retelling the story that i grew up with and condensing things and i kind of don't like it but uh i I mean it was meant to be a reboot so yeah i I don't i don't i didn't mind it it actually i like i said before in other podcasts i didn't i never really paid attention to a lot of the story in the earlier games so for me i having it be condensed like i I yeah so for me like just read the backgrounds right so for me like going into it i was like okay this This condenses it in a way that's kind of digestible, and it it, it works for me. And I just I just like the idea of how like how they blended the cinematics into each fight, and their approach to like you know putting the story, having the story be told through different characters that you play you you have to play as, right, and connecting the cinematics with like seamlessly blending it into uh, the matches, which was never really done successfully like that before so i i that game has so much nostalgia and like just significance for me that i still like it but going back to it gameplay wise it's not as fulfilling as i remember it um i oh i liked Ten's gameplay a lot more like i really liked the speed of it and i maybe it's because we just played so much played of it at shit. yeah we place. played a shit we played a lot ten. of 10 of our X, yeah, yeah. So, but so I really liked the fighting in that game. The story, though, 
honestly, I never beat it. I keep I I've tried it twice and I always stop. A little bit after the divorce stuff, I think it just I don't know something about it. Just I just lose there interest. There was a or lot something. of it, I don't and know. I didn't play much of the story because, like I said, I was at Jay's and my gameplay with it was primarily just fighting Jay. I think I watched yeah. Jay play the beginning of the story, and I watched a couple FMVs, and I, I understand there's like a time skip and stuff like that. And there's a lot packed into it, um, and there's a lot as opposed to retelling things that forges new ground so uh and since it doesn't deal with time fuckery i would assume it would be like this is the most ambitious where it's like actually trying to do its own thing whether it was successful or not in it i don't know jay did you play through the whole story mode yeah in 10 yeah 10 yeah i mean i mean i know you loved it since johnny's a god killer now yeah like well i mean the main thing is is that really that whole game is really like basically is the cage uh, you know the cage family storyline like the main like the main character in mortal kombat 10 is the cage family like period <laughs> like just because johnny kills shinnok at the beginning of the game with like with like basically god powers and then shinnok gets resurrected and becomes like a a nobunaga devil thing um you know at the end then cassie gains the god powers and cassie kills him and then there's the whole thing with sonya in there too so it's a, it pretty much is it pretty much is the cage like the cage family storyline the game <laughs> um cage and cage yeah so i mean of course like i mean of course i liked it but you seems not wrong i think like I, I think i like the mechanics in 10 a lot better than i do 11 and yeah i think it's just and i played uh 10 maybe a little bit more than i played nine but 10 is still like a solid damn good game like i still enjoy it um, um yeah. a lot and i do yeah. i do agree with you seeing that the speed is basically perfect um i i don't have a, i don't have yeah. any problems with the speed in mortal kombat 11 it varies like like I, I know you've seen I've talked to you about this in the past when we started playing Mortal Kombat 11, but the reach of certain characters um, feels sluggish to me, and I don't know if that's just a part of the game itself, like that was intentional, or if it wasn't. I haven't been able to figure that out yet, but I'm. I don't know. The, um, no, but like for example, just playing through Aftermath, um, if I wanted to sweep a character. Sometimes when my leg is out and it looks like it should sweep them, it doesn't. And then other times if I'm trying to punch someone just with a light punch, my light punch will be just out of reach. But other times it'll hit, I guess, potentially based on the character that I'm playing against. And most of this stuff is typically going to be intentional stuff because certain characters are bigger than others. But I just know that, like in Mortal Kombat 11, I have a, I had a much more difficult time like adjusting to it than I did with 10. 10, I basically was able to pick up and go, um, but 11, I'm, I'm still just having like kind of like you know some hard times figuring out what the logic of that game is and what hits and what and what doesn't. But that could just be me. I, I didn't have I never I mean I didn't notice the as far as like distance or whatever I didn't notice that part. I will say the speed is adjusted a bit. It feels slower, but also doesn't feel slower. It's really weird. And I remember seeing somewhere that they did some kind of... I don't know if it was a balancing thing or just something just about some mechanics. Uh, updated a balancing thing for the PS4 uh, and Xbox versions. That okay. Well, I, I, I mean... All I, the entails, but. Um, but I remember... I don't know. I, it, it's definitely a different speed and a different... like rhythm to everything they've added a few things like like you said the whole rolling out of like throws and corners and stuff and there's like um 
there's like different timing to different types of punches and combos and stuff that they've added, uh, which I'll give them credit for. They put an extensive like tutorial in this game, like something that I've, I don't think I've ever seen in a fighting game where the tutorial goes through every single detail of what they've like sort of added or whatever. Like it explains like different types of hits, different types of combos, like when to do like different timing of different things. Like it goes, there's so it's much that I, I can't, it's a, it's overwhelming, but I feel like someone like Jay, who's like very in tune with uh, the fighting game, like mechanics, I don't know if have you gone through. No, I admit I actually haven't. That and really, I think I should because I think maybe that would solve a lot of my own issues that I've been complaining about. And I'd be like, oh, I just have to think of it this way. Okay, Jay, you definitely need to because they explain stuff in depth. I think you should try it, and I want to hear what you think about it because it's for me because I've honestly I haven't played it too much because we played it a bit in like together, but we also really got into Tekken 7, so then we played more of that. So I didn't play as much of this competitively between us as I wanted to. Um, so I have less experience on this game than with 10 or 9. But I don't know. It's, it's something about it. Like I remember going through the tutorial, and by the time I was done with the tutorial, I felt like I got it. But it's just the fact that I haven't played it enough for it to be burned into my brain. So... I, I kind of want to go through the tutorial again because it's a really good tutorial. Uh, I think so. Um, but as far as like the game itself, I like it. I like the combos in it. I feel like I I judge everything on Kung Lao. If Kung Lao feels good, then the game is good. And Kung Lao feels pretty good in this game. I really yeah. like him in this game. I, I, I feel like I could do more combos than I could in like probably in 9 Actually, percent, one really. thing... I- like ten, nine and ten. I was about to huh? say, like, I actually played a little bit of Kung Lao just from going through like story mode, and I was surprised that he feels not as fast as I was expecting him to feel. But I find that to be a good thing because he's still fast. He's still probably like maybe besides Skabal, he stills like um uh, one of the fastest characters in the entire game. But his moves and his reaction time feel pretty pretty in tune with everybody else like him and Liu Kang feel almost the same speed but I just know that certain moves that Kung Lao does are faster but just not by much and I was like okay this is actually this seems fairly reasonable like I don't feel like you know I'm a freaking cheetah on steroids when I'm Kung Lao thank god (laughs) so I mean that's a you know I like his speed I like his I like his (laughs) I like his speed in 9 and 10 but I feel like yeah, I, that's what I think. I feel like they put a lot of attention into trying to balance these characters. That's why it feels so different in this game, um, in my opinion. Um, but g- gameplay-wise, I think this game is fun. I <laughs> I, I love playing this game. Uh, story-wise, honestly, it may be my favorite one. Just because of how ridiculous yeah. it is. It's, it's so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. And it's, it, it's so ridiculous, but it's like... In 10, I don't know, for some, something about it, it just like... It didn't grab me story wise as much as it I wanted. It feels like to. they really upped the this... drama because there's so many particular moments where they have really heartfelt moments with some of the characters. Right. Yeah. Like I never expected like to feel emotionally attached to Johnny Cage, <laughs> and I did in this game. And 
but yeah, playing this game, like I was hooked. Like I played, I played through the story in like a couple of day, like a couple of sittings probably, and it made me feel like how I felt when I was playing the story mode of nine, where I was just like, I was hooked on it, and I just wanted to play more and more and more of it, uh, which I didn't feel with ten or X. I don't. Should we call it X? Or I don't know what the proper way to call it is. Uh... People call it X. So I don't know. Maybe we should just call it X. X. Yeah. I don't. I don't want our you know two listeners to. <laughs> getting mad at us um but yeah i mean story-wise i i think this is fun it's really stupid it's like (laughs) i mean the time travel alone makes it a ridiculous game but then there's just so much in this that just it's just bonkers and then you put aftermath into it into the mix and it just goes even further yeah like craziness but i have so much fun playing this game i remember when i finished it because i was the first one out of the three of us to finish it and i finished it like right away like it almost like a couple weeks after the game came out and i remember telling you guys you guys have to play the, the story like this is ridiculous and fun but you got to, to play it apparently josh doesn't agree with me on it but i, I definitely I, I definitely i don't know I, I definitely like uh finishing aftermath very very recently i just need to like kind of like gush how much i loved it just because the normal mode i guess the normal story mode i was like okay this is like basically evil woman wants to like destroy everything and good guys got to come together in a heroic effort to kill her and i love the fact that aftermath is just like revenge of the villains it's like shang sun just comes out of nowhere <laughs> and basically is like hi guys i'm manipulating you and everybody's like okay we know that you're manipulating us we just don't know when you're gonna actually betray us and shang sun's like oh i'm totally gonna betray you look at my face look at my fu manchu face i'm totally gonna do it and then he does that's the, that's the hilarious high yeah. point yeah. high point of aftermath though shout oh shout yeah or as i i'm gonna call him daddy con in this um in this podcast because daddy yeah daddy con because daddy Khan got sick of everybody's shit and decided that he's just gonna like spank all the little kids like he's just gonna go around with his like basically with his queen mama Sindel and he's just his gonna spank loving wife yeah yeah and he's just gonna spank everybody like he spanked Katana he spanked Liu Kang he spanked Kung Lao he you know he like he spanked Raiden he spanked everybody he just said hey I'm Shao Kahn I'm amazing everybody rally behind me everybody drops their loyalties to everybody else at the drop of a damn hat to go hang with Shao Kahn and Honestly, his voice and dialogue had me like sold. Like Shao Kahn is now officially I wanna have a beer with that man. I just wanna go to a bar <laughs> and have a big huge pint with Shao Kahn and then after that I think that, he'd probably have twelve beers. Yeah, I know, right? And then after that I just you know, I just kind of envision that Shao Kahn is like like he, he has beers with people, but when he's not ruling out world, he works as a used car salesman on the lot somewhere and he's just gonna talk to okay, you. Okay, now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> now you lost me. I don't no, know. No, 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 I mean But I would say like when when his dialogue is just funny. He's like I can see him selling cars. I don't know why, but that just hit me. I'm like, oh, I want him to sell used cars to people because he's so commanding with his voice, and he just has all. The- Are we talking about the I same character? I do not character? feel commanded by a car sale. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I I'll be like, it. bitch. Yeah, I know your tricks. <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing is, like when we when he when he first shows up in aftermath in the cell, I didn't know it was I him because he reptile. has his mask. I thought it was a reptile at first. He has his mask off and everything, and also it's been uh, when did this game came out? 2019. I feel there was I. Okay. I haven't played the story of MK11 since it came out. In See, like I played it more fresh, and I was confused because I feel there's an inconsistency there. Because didn't Katana fucking kill him? Uh yes. Because I I clearly I remember her pinning him around and slitting his throat with her fan. I'm like, holy fucking shit, Katana Khan! 
and then I was very confused to see him instead. Lo- I mean, they referenced that point in Aftermath 2 where, like, Shang Tsung looks up at the ceiling when you hear that going on, and he's like, oh, you know, he had his faults, he had his weaknesses, and I assume that's all of Shao Kahn. And then he's like, oh, in a cell? So maybe I misinterpreted the scene in the main story, or maybe by them going back in time and replaying things, it caused a butterfly effect and Katana doesn't kill him this time. I don't know. It was, it, that felt confused to me. Yeah, it, it was. I, mean, I also just didn't remember. So I was like, Oh, okay. I it was actually very fresh in my um, head. And, and my first thought was like, Oh, I guess Shao Kahn didn't die. See, that's the thing is that because in aftermath, they go back in time to when that battle happened, but some people saw them. So it basically, in a way, it alters the timeline a little bit. So that could be a time travel bullshit thing. We're like, hey, maybe because they went back in time and because someone saw them, maybe Katana didn't actually kill Shao Kahn. Maybe she did just maim him as opposed to in MK11, the regular storyline. She actually did just kill him. So these little things, this little butterfly effect bullshit thing affects everything, which is why I don't like time travel storylines for the most part. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that was all part of Shang Tsung's plan, too. Like, he warned, he's like, do not let anyone see us. But maybe, you know, he was like, okay, Shao Kahn's going to live, he's going to help me. Or, or it was Liu Kang's plan all along. Because, hey, in Aftermath, he manipulated Shang Tsung to do all this so Shang Tsung could win. So then Liu Kang could take the crown for himself and reset the timeline and sacrifice all his friends to do it, knowing that, hey, I'm resetting the timeline, I'll just bring everybody back anyway. This is the problem with this stuff. Like, once you become, like, a Time Lord, you basically become like a cold-hearted motherfucker by default because like oh if all my friends die so what i'll just bring him back <laughs> bring him back that's that's my um who did y'all pick and which begs me to ask so i'm assuming all three of us in aftermath picked Liu Kang. yeah i picked Liu Kang first but then i picked shang sun yeah. right after shang sun's oh please tell me what happens oh god it's stupid but it's just funny so apparently shang sun Kills Liu Kang, takes his soul. He's like the ruler of all, and then at some and for whatever reason, he turns into a giant. He's like a two hundred foot tall Shang Sun dude what? with his clothes on or whatever. Yeah, what? no, no, for real. Like he looks like a two hundred foot tall dude. He's got Fujin and Raiden stand like basically bowing to him in his evil realm or whatever. Raiden and Fujin under his control are like, "Hey, my lord, Earth Realm is Earth Realm is under your control. So is Nether World. So is you know, so is the Nether Realm." Now we have to go to the Chaos Realm and this realm and those. Both the Haunted House in Atlanta and the uh, literal dimension of Hell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they basically say, Yes, my lord, we will give you all the realms ever. And then Shang Song is like, It has begun. And then it ends. Oh, my fucking God. And then it ends. That's stupid. Oh, it's so stupid. Which one is canon? Uh, obviously, the Liu Kang, Kang one's one? canon. Yeah. Like, because the Liu Kang uh, one is actually just way, way better. What if it's not, though? You know, what if it's not, though? What if it isn't? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that would be funny if all of a sudden, like Shang Tsung's like storyline is that, like you know, no, no one fears Shao Kahn anymore. Everybody fears Shang Tsung. <laughs> so, what if Mortal Kombat twelve is like a giant smash game where literally the final boss is a two hundred foot tall carry Tagawa, and you have to like get mobs of uh, fighters on like co op to like try and take him down? Oh my god, <laughs> I would love that. See, here's the thing: like going back to like the main story. Like, similar to this one where, you you know, depending on who you choose, you get a different ending, but only one of them is canon. I forgot, or I didn't know at the time, and I also forgot now until reading the Wikipedia, that there are three, like, outcomes to the original Mortal Kombat 11 story at the end, Hmm. depending on how you beat 
Hanukkah. Three outcomes, as far as like three canon outcomes, you mean, or like there's one canon there's one, like but there's thirty three different depending on who which character you pick. I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? It's 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 you ver- it's Luke it's you know Fire Luke Kang versus Chronica at the end of the first game, right? Uh, or at the end of yeah. eleven. Depending on how you win, oh, how okay. you win, you get. A I thought you were talking about the ladders. Okay, I'm sorry. Really, I did not know. No, no, that. no. Yeah, so I mean, looking at it now, I don't even remember what uh, my outcome was. I thought it was Liu Kang so, and Katana, or right. now the Time Lords, and yeah, that's what I got. But that's not oh, the case. What canon is the canon ending? Because I, I didn't thought get the canon ending. If that's the case, okay. All right, hold on a second. Well, let me see. Uh, I'm going to read it just straight off of Wikipedia. Uh, Okay, so the non one of the non canonical non canonical one is if Liu Kang is defeated by Kronika, he she kills him and ushers in a new era. Obviously, but you don't. I mean, you you just keep playing until you right. win. Uh, if Liu Kang successfully defeats Kronika but loses one round to her, he is unable to bring Katana back due to Kronika reverting re- history too far. Instead, a new mortal con- a now mortal Raiden offers to become Liu Kang's advisor for as long as his lifetime lasts. This is the canon ending that sets the stage for the expansion of Aftermath. So that's why Katana's So the one that we got... Or, or future Katana. Right, the future one isn't there. Or the whatever. God, I'm so confused. Like uh, I said, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it says like he's not able to bring Katana back. Hmm. So, in... Because, uh, yeah, he is, he is alone. In the uh, in the, in the out ending of aftermath. chamber, <coughs> yeah, he's he's alone. So aftermath picks up from that, and I just didn't notice. Right, the one that we did is if Liu Kang successfully defeats Kronika in two consecutive rounds without losing once, he manages to reunite with Katana, and both fail to create a new and better timeline while undoing Kronika's mistakes. Though they realize that mortals will still make their own mistakes, uh, their own choices, and new evils will eventually arise. They resolve a fate. Resolve to face whatever happens together. So that is that's the A plus ending. That's not, not canon. canon, right? The canon one is that Katana doesn't. I don't get understand because when you fight Kronika, you only really get one round. What? When you fight Kronika, that's not a. It's not a two round system. It's like you just get one big long round. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you fight her, and you get her down to a weak point, and she summons a. Uh, a random character and then when you beat them then you change timelines to like prehistoric and the t-rex comes out and then you beat that round another character comes out and then you revert to like the moon or whatever the fuck and then you beat her and that's it there's like no round two so it must just be like i guess dependent on how many times you get hit unless Maybe. the switch version is just so much fucking different that i don't realize i mean i got the I'm pretty like, sure yeah chronicle uh, is just one long it's been round. it's been two years since i've played that See, game yeah for me it's more fresh too that's the thing it's like mk11 started to play it when i was at jay's and like wow this gameplay is all these fucking features wow and then i haven't really gotten to and i probably played it more extensively than nine or ten to the point where when we do get back and i fight you guys i think i might be leveled up a little bit I hope so. I, I hope that so too. <laughs> I hope so too, Josh. I've been playing more. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> that's a weird way to say it. Uh, so, Josh, we we, we need oh. to yeah. For me, I'm for me. I enjoyed the story and I, I enjoyed the gameplay all around. So, Josh, let's uh, let's get into yeah, your yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, you assume I have gripes. You assume right. You said you um, had gripes. 
I do have gripes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I kind of led into it to the point where like, yeah, 11 feels like this weird thing where it's like 9, 10, 11 sort of all blend together. And it's that period where I was living a J and we were playing 9. It was a new thing. And 10 was like the perfected version of it. Uh, and I never started really like getting really good at 10 until I learned, I oh, I can just spam scorpions and ninja swords. I recall you like <laughs> yeah, really you getting frustrated with that. that. And they took that out of it's... eleven, so you're lucky. But they replaced <laughs> it with his little uh, kunai spin thing, which I love. Um, kunai, kunai with chains. With chains. Starting out in eleven, uh, when it first came out, I was a little overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, so this is like ten, but plus, what the fuck are all these bars and meters? Oh my god, I'm getting confused. And so I didn't really get uh, enough time to appreciate it. Uh, before like I stopped playing it and you know I, I was like doing all my other stuff and then I readapted it uh, when I got it on switch and really got to appreciate the block meter and the attack meter uh, I learned I can do three spears in a row of scorpion because uh, of the attack meter I can't wait to spam that um, <laughs> I'm not that much of a fighter connoisseur to be able to detect the gameplay differences between 10 and 11, but I understand that 10 is supposedly faster, but you said it's like 11 feels fast and slow at the same time, and it's weird. But the combos specifically... It's just, I think it's just balanced. It must be balanced. Different way. But the combos specifically, like, I'm never a combo person. I, I ain't about to memorize that shit. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> um, I just do the bread and butter combos, and that seems to be what 11 is mostly about, is just, like, really quick combos to lead into other things and i actually that suits me very well to the point where i'm I'm adapting well to 11 and uh since i bought nintendo online and i'm fighting other people in there that's helped me more than the training mode because yeah i the training mode and i'll agree if you've seen uh to jay yes you should play it um because it teaches you so much but uh there's also parts of it that are frustrating to get through um with a flawless block. Yeah, it takes a few times. Yeah, to there's get one particular out, yeah. scenario where, like, between Raiden and Cabal, and you're supposed to do some crazy combo and juggle, and it's so the timing has to be so impeccable uh, that it's like I felt so frustrated to get through. Like, I spent I spent weeks trying to get past that point. I haven't even finished the tutorial mode. I have like one part left, and then I can get into the character tutorials, which I'm really interested in to learn how to play the characters, but I'm starting to realize that the best way to learn how to play the characters is fight in real time or watch, you know, tournament play. Cause like the, I think I've become a better Scorpion player by fighting somebody else playing Scorpion. Um, you're downloading, huh? I said you're downloading, downloading. And it's a term in fighting games. So like matrix where like I know Kung Fu. Like you're kind of just you're. I'm learning, learning yeah. Like, well, that happens. That happens from mathematics. If you're playing against someone, you kind of learn their their rhythm. And, and I feel I played against a couple people that were completely <clears throat> better experienced than me. That were like low key teaching me a few things, and like they do some incredible to shit. They do some incredible shit to me, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna go into the practice mode and try that right now. Yeah. Uh. So that's called. I've been getting. Go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's called. It's called downloading. So basically, like... Yeah, I'd never heard that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it really, like... I, I don't know where that term came from. I just look at it as... A, I look at, it, look as, look at it as adaptation. 
because uh, like i guess to use your scene for an example we do this with each other all the time like if uh, if, if he's playing kung lao and he has a strategy that is consistently beating me then i have to adapt to it which means that in that effort i'm downloading because i'm having to you know figure out a way to get around his strategy and then if i ever play if i ever decide to pick up kung lao then i'll probably use the strategy that he used because i know it worked against me <laughs> so right you know so so that, yeah it's, it's it's it happens with every game like when yeah. we play tekken like if we play king versus Dragonov, like i'll do something he'll like the next round he'll start to do like a bunch of low kicks or something like that and then i have to adjust myself my tactics to counter that it's just yeah. I guess it's the first stuff. time me really noticing it because I think I've played now because I'm playing it at home on my own time. I think I've played eleven more extensively than I have the previous two, uh, to the point mm. where like yeah, I played through the whole story mode versus like ten and nine where I've only played parts of it and seen the rest. Uh, and I'll get to that. But like the other thing uh, that neither of you had mentioned that I'm kind of have umbrage with, but at the same time I'm letting myself get just absorbed into is all the rpg leveling up mechanics in it um with all the fucking the gear Um, yeah i'm not a big fan of that i don't know why mortal kombat even needs that (laughs) it doesn't but it it feeds a certain personality type and for me i'll admit it's scratching an itch because i've spent so much time like because you get you get three pieces of gear and if you fight with them long enough you open up pockets that you can put you know uh certain charms in that will give you abilities in matches like you can like love and you have to level up each pocket so you get like the ability to move faster you get the ability to earn more coins or something if you win a match and like all of it's useless in the end of the day but it's i it scratches so much of an itch of me that to the point where i've been sitting here like what the fuck am i doing in my life but it's <laughs> It's, it's I, it, it feeds this obsessive urge to like customize your character and also like figure out how to like level up and like gain like cool little rewards. Well, here's the thing I, I like and don't like that. Like, I don't, I don't really go into it just because I haven't played it enough. To, serious I try to get into is it. That a lot of the gear is like, who fucking cares? Like, the, no, that's a, the that's first gear point is a mask or a hat, whatever your character is, but then the other ones are like, Okay, their weapon, their scorpion's sword. I don't give a shit what it looks like, but that's what you get to level up. I do. Like, if I do. Like, being able to customize Kung Lao's hat, come on. Well, yeah, that's like the, the I, I, primo spot. But, like, okay. Uh, uh, like, Liu Kang's, Liu Kang's uh, nunchucks. I think that's dope. dope. I, could, I could put, like, you know, sort of like this weird LED, like, things around it that like, kind of glows as he's... Like, but here's, like, cool. the balls. The, thing like, is, like, the balls is, like, his mask, duh. His hook swords, mm-hmm. duh. The third thing is his 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 oxygen tank that is in the small of his back. Who the fuck cares what that looks like, dude? Yeah, that sucks. Cause like the third one for I think uh, either Luke Kang or Kung Lao is like something that's on their belt. I'm yeah, like, it's why so am I customizing something that's on their belt? It doesn't. But the gameplay sense. reward but, of it is that it gives you slots to put things in that gives you perks. Yeah, I don't I, like. And that. I don't like that I either like because that, so that imbalances the. That imbalances the fighting game. Like, so you could be fighting someone who I doesn't think, have yeah. that, and you will be at a, um, at a, in my opinion, unfair advantage. Now, maybe in Mortal Kombat 11, and I, I mean, guess someone true. can correct me on this. I think there's a way to turn it off, and if you turn it off, then it's fine. But if you have it on, then ugh. <laughs> I don't know how it works in I don't like know. I think play. Because uh, if you turn it off personally, yeah, I don't know how and it... someone else doesn't. I don't know how that works. 
Yeah, I don't know because I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I like how Tekken does it, where it's like everything that's customizable is purely cosmetic. Mm. None of it, like, well, I mean, there's stuff like you can have like a gun on your, <laughs> on your, functional, you know, behind you, and you can you can hit a button combination to like take it out and do a couple of shots, but it doesn't do that much damage. Um, but none of the gear on you helps you move faster or hit harder or block more or something like that. Like none of that happens. I don't like that you have to grind in order to level up your character so that he becomes faster and stronger. It depends on what alignment be... you put in it too, because some of the rewards are purely like uh uh like fucking takeaway based, like you get more coins for a match or something like that. Some of the alignments give you actual gameplay affecting things like movement speed. It really depends. I think I think it should not have any gameplay advantages. Like it should it should be purely like, you know, cosmetic or like, you know, the whole getting more coins, that's, yeah, fine, that's fine. Whatever. It's like, hey, yeah, I, can I don't spend think more money I don't think it. you should be able to like upgrade your character to, like, <clears throat> you know, be faster than someone else's. So like my Kung Lao should not be faster. I mean, than I guess that just like uh, gives you motivation to be like, well, you should be like fucking more of a veteran at the game. That's, that's dumb. You should be more. You should be. You should be rewarded for playing the game, like perfecting the character's moves that he already has and his speed that he already has. Yeah, like, I'll give you it that. Should, it, it should be a baseline for everybody, and then you you get better based off how well you learn the character, not how long you've played it and then you earn points to be able to upgrade. and i'll be honest most of the rewards i've uh taken advantage of so far are purely like yeah like get more money get more soul fragments or whatever but yeah. uh i don't oh, good i was gonna say i will say tekken is definitely better at the customization aspect because like my big gripe is that i could give a shit about most of the skins because what they do is like you have a, a skin, you have a basic skin, and then there's two more variations of it that change up the color or the pattern, and then repeat. Whereas Tekken, you can control the colors on a slider, so you can do lots of yeah. goofy shit. Whereas most of the skins in MK are just like slight variations on a base uniform, with the exception of where they go goofy, where like Baraka gets like a chef's hat, and <laughs> like uh, Aaron Black gets a Uncle Sam costume. But like Scorpion just gets like a bunch of variations of either hooded Scorpion or like OG Scorpion or maskless right. Scorpion and not much variation, and they all look boring. And it's just like honestly, I've 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 not looked too much into it because like I've gotten a few costumes for like Jackie and like uh, Luke Kang and Kung Lao, and I'm just like I got one of them, and I'm like, you know what, I'm good. I'm good. I don't like really I've been addictively it. like like I crypt and like oh I got a costume for Jax. I don't play Jax, but it looks cool. Like, actually, his Kronika costume in story mode, I want that, because it cool. looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I want, I mean, Shang Tsung's costume in the Kronika-type costume is pretty dope. Too. I mean, he does get his MK95 movie leather jacket at some point. Oh, I, I, I would yeah. like to get that, because also playing play Shang Tsung, dude, to like the way he plays. Yeah, he's his pretty fireball. Cool. If you I, play, that's the other thing too with the variations is you could switch up the move set. Like if I play you guys at Jay's place, I'm just gonna be playing base Scorpion. I'm not gonna have my Scorpion variation where I uh, altered it because like Shang Tsung has like a super fast fireball that is little load up time too. And I'm like, I dig this. See that that's another one like that I'm mixed on. I 
in some respects, I'm kind of a purist like Jay, where it's like everybody's moves should be available to everyone. You just pick which one you like and you go. Well, I mean, technically they are. If I go to Jay's, I can take five minutes and make replicate my scorpion variation, at least as far as move sets go quick. Right. You have to go in and like, you know, you'd have to go in and like, for example, like when I play Kung Lao in like nine and ten, when you uh, do the teleport, you can do the normal teleport or you can jump into a teleport. Whereas in 11, you have to equip that Mm. ability, which is kind of annoying because then I have to like, that means you can't use customize it. it I have to customize on every machine that I play on, which is kind of annoying. You just learn to play Um, with the basic Kung Lao variations. No, that's, I mean, that's been a thing for him since two, Mm. I feel like. Like being able to like jump in the air, do the command for the teleport, and he dives straight down. Oh, like that, that's just yeah, something yeah. that I've been. That's been something that I've been doing for like, you know, twenty years. <laughs> I I don't want to have to not have to like re- I equip felt, that. Things change. But at the same time, yeah, I do. I felt, I felt um, the same way. I, mean, I had time, to get used to an MK nine that Scorpion Spear is no longer back back B, but it's back forward B. But that's small beans compared to what we're talking. I mean, there's about. stuff like that with Kung yeah. Lao too. Everybody has a different. But I feel like, but I what I do think is interesting is that uh, you can customize your character, but like there's like slots for like you know some moves are like two mm-hmm. slots, whereas some are one slot. Where so you can customize your character, but you can't put every move yeah. in there, which is kind of interesting because then everybody's you know. Everybody's scorpion is different from everybody else's scorpion. Everybody's kung lao is different. Everybody's kung lao, but it's like the the moves are not. Uh, how do I say this? The moves are not more powerful, or less powerful. It's just you're selecting it's like your what favorite what two your gameplay three. style you, like leans to. Yeah, you're you're selecting your favorite two and three, two or three moves. Which let's be honest, a lot of us like, I guess, more casual players. We'll pick two or three moves and stick with that. Yeah, because like like anything like, above that, you're not really gonna feel too, I guess, comfortable in doing. Like, and again, that just kind of goes back to regular um, old school old school style MK. Like, if you pick Sub Zero, you really only have like his freeze ball, and then you have his slide, and that's honestly kind of it. With Scorpion, you basically have his scissor kick and his spear. With Johnny Cage, for example, boy, that's a move I wish they kept in that level. Yeah. Scorpion no longer has a scissor kick. Yeah, and like in um and like and like and of course Scorpion's teleport with Johnny Cage. All I had, all you had, was like basically his fireball, his shadow kick, and his nut punch. And it's always just been those three moves. Even though he does have like a shadow uppercut that you can do that can be utilized. But I mean, they separated that under different modes too. You seen? I think I even complained to you that in Mortal Kombat 10, when when they started doing that whole thing, um, I was mad about it because my favorite version of Johnny. Um, had his arcing fireball, which is the more traditional one. Yeah. But at the same time, if he does have an option to shoot a fireball straight, and I'm always going to prefer the very straight fireball, but I had to choose a different mode to do it. And if I do that, I lost my shadow kick. And I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that. Right. Yeah. That, and, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. I'll choose the shadow kick over the shadow uppercut any day. But, you know. Yeah, that that was I forgot about that. That that in X like you had three different or two or three different like fighting styles that you had to pick through pick between when in the beginning. Whereas in this one, you can create 
your you can create multiple versions of the character that yeah. you want. It's like you can have like two. Uh, and everybody, two everybody has. Them. You can have one where you could have both the shadow uppercut and the shadow kick. Right. Well, the thing is, like every character has their base two or three moves. Like I think in every version of Kung Lao, he's going to have the hat throw and the teleport. It's just that are you going to have the air teleport as well, or are you going to have the uh, there's a different type of throw. I forget what it is, but so it's like you can you can choose like the 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 moves that you're choosing are like the extra. Moves, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like if you really wanted to be crazy, you could take out his like hat throw. Hat throw? I'm, maybe I'm wrong. So I'm like I I don't I recall something it. where I could take out his scorpion spear. Uh, like basically, like my scorpion remember. variation is like I have a spear, I have his teleport, I added in. His demon rush, where he like rushes you and grabs you, and I added in his air throw because I've always loved Scorpion's air throw. I think I think for the most part they're extra moves because Maybe it's like right. yeah yeah because like because when you when you when you choose your version of the character you want, it shows the three moves that you've added. So I think those are extra. That's true. Yeah, I think you're right. Or like um, Melina, um, I actually my my preferred variation is I took out her her, her role because it's so punishable. Um, and I, she has a different move where she kind of crawls under you and throws your legs out from under you, and then like hops on you again. And mm-hmm. I just like sub that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I like I like the, the way, idea of like you know making your your ideal play style. But I guess yeah, it me gets too. killed when you go over to a friend's house and play, and you just got to play like the basic version. Yeah, it's it's more for your like your console yeah. version i guess like it's for your thing like and i i kind of dig that but i also like i'm too i'm of two ways about it I, I like to have that but i also like having my base character that i can go anywhere with it's just the, the, the standard character being enough yeah you know yeah I mean? um but also i <laughs> i feel like me and jay me and josh are talking about this a lot but we don't know much about fighting mechanics so we're probably wrong on a lot of this mm. stuff so just i mean to be fair i'm over here like spouting just... myself as the fighting game mechanic guy but there's a lot of things about it that i don't um that i don't know either like there's a lot of things in mortal Kombat 11 yeah. that i'm sure you can do that i'm unaware of um that i may have just glossed over or just or like if someone who is very deep into the mortal Kombat 11 game mechanics they're probably very angry at me right now typing everything on their keyboard about like how dare you you didn't know this or this or this and i'm just like well i didn't play the game enough to really kind of know um like for example so if, if people want to you know write in to explain it to oh me, yeah to yeah, yeah yeah tell me yeah t- like tell me i'm wrong all day you seen and just do it to me all the time so it's okay <laughs> oh yeah um, one thing about like one thing I remember just seeing is that like in Mortal Kombat 9 one of my favorite things that it did that I don't think MK11 has because I know it's not in 10 is you could use a full meter bar like if, like rather than do like an EX move or like an enhanced move or something if you wanted to you could use like I think the full bar to basically break out of a combo because you because you and i both did that yeah i forgot about that and being that and really ever since nine really ever since mortal kombat 3 really mortal kombat has just been juggle combo heavy and i mean it has been like that pretty much like forever um so i always kind of feel like if you're going to have that then give the option of like a combo breaker like like something where you could just hit someone out of that and i always thought that was a like that's a very basic great thing to have but i don't think mk11 has one you've got other options to do things like roll out like roll out of a corner they've added so much shit like yeah Yeah. the rollout which is cool the 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 perfect block which is like you're never gonna do it yeah um 
Um, I don't think there's that comp. I don't think they added that part in eleven. Because that was that was crucial yeah. for me. Whenever like Jay would get into a combo string, that was what would help. Yeah, get out Jay's of that. And, and you couldn't abuse it because it costed you a full bar. Like so, basically, if you did it one time, you ain't gonna do that. If I get you in a combo string again, like you know, at least not at least not that round. And I'm actually always wondering, like. Um, what Mortal Kombat 11 did to kind of deal with that, but I don't think it does. But I will say one thing that Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 do that I do love, that I hope that they keep, is the ability to get out of a corner by running up the wall and jumping over that, or doing like super well, jumps off things. Oh, I right. do like that. Yeah, he said nine. He said 10 okay. 11. Yeah, yeah, because like in 10 yeah. and 11, one thing I did, and this is where you've seen I'm kind of mixed with you on this, is that using the environment as a weapon against your opponent, that's something that I realized that was in Injustice uh, Game 1. And I didn't like it in Mortal Kombat 10, but I was sort of like, I like it and I don't like it. Because I don't like it when you can use things like a spear or a cage or something and do a meaningful damage to an opponent just because you happen to be in the right spot at the right time. But I do like the fact that you can run off the wall to get out of a corner or you can jump up something and do a super jump to close distance to prevent things like zoning. Or if someone's corner game is really strong, you can run out of the corner really, really quickly. I do like that aspect of it because it prevents you from getting trapped. It gives you options. But having to like use the environment to throw things at someone, I, I'm kind of like eh on it because depending on what stage that you pick, you may have a significant advantage over your opponent depending on what stage it is. Um, uh, and why? How how, did, how does one per- character have an advantage on environment? So uh, so like for example, the one that always gets me is that um, there's a in Mortal Kombat 10. There's the Colosseum stage, right, where you can like where there's like a tiger sleeping or whatever, and there's and, yeah. and you can like literally pick up someone and throw them. Um, and that person right. will will flash briefly if you're next to them. So if I'm getting ready to do, if I'm getting ready to like run in on you, rather than you stop me with your own move, let's just say you don't have a fireball or projectile or something, you can like pick up that person and like like, like and throw them at someone, and it will do damage. Like if it's just stopped you. I think that would be okay, but it actually does damage to you, which means I can win. I can basically just win or at least take off like basically half your life by doing nothing. Like if I'm just at the right place at the right time and I just know how to avoid all your stuff and I'm just blocking everything that you do, I can still take off half your life by just using the environment. And I'm, that's been your big complaint yeah, about like certain fighting games in general, like uh, Smash. Well, but I mean, hey, it's just like well, real life. If I have a bar no, stool, no, no. Well, here's I still don't understand how that's. It's not character dependent. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not character dependent. Anybody can use it. It just. It just. It's more positioning. Also, I. It, yeah, it, as long as it's available to everybody, yeah, I feel like, it's like, fair. like, like I can use it. You can yeah, use it. And, so, and, and, and it's not like it's not like it's not like you you throw that you throw that old lady at somebody and you take half the damage off <laughs> your account. It's not that big of a damage it's yeah like but day. i mean depending on what stage it is you may have like one or two or like three of these things in the stage and of course i can't name them all but like if i can if i can literally just dodge you all day and run away from you and then just use the environment just to kind of like damage you slowly um the one but that's like yeah, two or three like, yeah it's like two or three per stage it's, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's, it's never it's I mean, never i like to, to keep like you. five old ladies in my back pocket to throw a jay <laughs> <in there. laughs> Well, I mean, and that's the thing. This is why Sam kind of mixed on it because I know it's not enough to kill you, and that's good because if it was, I would have a huge problem with it. Um, but 
what I don't like is that I, I, I don't like the idea that I can basically damage you before I even throw a single punch at you. That's what I don't like. It's part it's, of it. It's it's part of it, but eh, the... I like I like those more than like I I never really dug the ones that uh, Injustice did where it goes from stage to stage. It always felt too yeah. hokey to me. And just the start of that trend, like those ones don't. But the ones that I annoyed me the most, like I like I like the ones that you were talking about, where like you know at the edges of the the left and right side of the, the map you can like jump on the wall and yeah, get out of the corner. Yeah. I oh, like those, those are great those are cool. because like those the ones I, those involve the, like different like basically repositioning. You're 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 using them to get, have new ways to get around the stage. They don't damage you. You just get to move around a lot and I'm okay with that. I don't I don't I don't mind you can though. You can you can run up and hit the kick button True. and do a jump kick into someone. So you can still do Yeah, that. but I mean like you still have to input a That's, second command. Like in other words like if something is flashing on the screen, all I have to do is just hit one button, and then I'm just gonna throw this entire thing at you, or I'm gonna, th- or I'm gonna grab your head and smash you into like I, a spike or something. I feel like that's part of like the getting out of a combo thing. Like if I'm in the corner and you're doing a combo on me, and it has the you know that staff that you can like pick up with the button and then hit someone in the jaw with it, I feel like that's kind of like the combo breaker kind of thing. I mean, if it, I mean, if it is, I've um, never been able to successfully use it to break out of a combo. Like it. Oh, I've done that to I, you many times. How? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, is that a thing? Well, basically, if that's the case, that means I messed up my combo because it's a combo. One move goes into another with absolutely no way for you to get out of it unless you do something that is a mechanic in the game. And I don't, I don't recall know. any single time where I did a combo that you just hit one button because you're in the right place at the right time and it breaks the combo and then I get damaged from it. If it is, then I'm then obviously I miss, I'm missing it. I don't know. I have bad memories, so maybe I, made that. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I, I just feel like I I've done it a few times where you got me in the corner. Maybe it wasn't maybe it was between combos and I was able to like hit you in a way that it got me enough time that I could jump out of the the corner. Yeah. But what I was saying, what I was saying was the one that annoys me the most is when there's like a thing in the middle of the stage that you can hit that button to interact with it. And it makes you jump off of it. Cause I've never used that thing on purpose. I feel like every time I jump off of that thing, I have a full confession. Anytime I've done anything that was, moderately impressive it was always by accident right that's the thing because like um i think in uh on the ps4 and the xbox one i think it's like the right bumper or the right uh like r1 or whatever to to, to activate like the you know the wall jump or the environment interaction thing so but there's also like a command button like either either x and uh Y, X and triangle or something like that that you can also do that and whenever I'm trying to do Kung Lao's like you know sort of Ipmon type combo thing if I'm next to something it automatically triggers it and then I'm jumping over to like the other side of the stage I'm like I didn't want to do that I was in the middle of a good combo <laughs> so those are the ones that bug me where it's like it's, it's like it's like some kind of like structure in the middle of the stage that you can jump off of to go to the other side of the stage yeah and those, those things, things. 
those, and those, those things th- right there, like, because I've done that too. I, I, in fact, you've seen, I'm, I'm now remembering a lot of the times where I'm like, okay, I'm Johnny Cage, I'm going to do this shadow kick. And all of a sudden, rather than do a shadow kick, I'm going to instead jump off this thing and leap directly towards you and yep. not realize that I yep. did it. And that is probably something, I guess we can kind of, you know, segue this into what we want from like Mortal Kombat 12. But I'm really hoping that, well, like, well, in future Mortal Kombat games, they do less of that. I'm not saying get rid of it, but maybe less of that so that way there's not so many of these obstacles in the environment that you can use to your advantage. Right. Though I think I think Josh was still talking about what he oh, liked. Right. Liked I mean, about. Like, I feel like we're kind of yeah. like, we're merging, um, much like the realms. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's not much more I want to say except, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the gameplay Story. mechanics, I'm, I'm getting more into it than the previous ones. I want to go into story, but we've kind of already talked about that a little bit. Except, oh yeah, uh, time travels bullshit. Uh, time travels bullshit. I like that Jay that that you're okay with it because you're the one that I know that doesn't like time travel stories. It's it's so it's so ridiculous. I'm just like it's better just to turn my brain off and don't think about anything. I'm only irritated because the whole point of MK9 was to reset the timeline at the the end of the day of MK11. No matter if you played Aftermath or not, it all comes down to the same outcome as we're resetting the timeline again. The only promising thing I can say is that it's resetting the timeline so we can see the ancient Mortal Kombat tournament, which obviously, until they announce anything that explains further, is what MK12 is going to be. And I guess we can segue into what our expectations for that is going to be because it's like, for all intents and purposes, we're going to get Great Kung Lao and other character. That's the only ballsy thing, is if they do that, that means we're going to have a Mortal Kombat game that doesn't have most of the returning cast. We're finally going to get a game of no Johnny Cage, no Scorpion, just like MK3. Uh, well, it could be Scorpion. Uh, yeah, if you go with the stupid thing that, you know, he and Sub-Zero existed in the 1600s, but that's not canon of the games. They're um, they're a oh, modern right, ninja clan right. of the games, uh, so I'm actually, you could go with our ancestors. say if they do do that, if they do like an ancient Mortal Kombat game, I'm actually very excited for that because I remember how I felt yeah. when uh, Street Fighter 3 came out. They did that too. The only returning characters was like Ken, Ryu, and Chun-Li. That was it. Everybody else was completely new. Um, and I'm really hoping in Mortal Kombat they do something like that. Like maybe we get Shang Tsung, uh, Shao Kahn, and obviously, we'll obviously get like, them, and yeah. obviously like maybe Katana. Yeah, yeah, and maybe Katana, but just the immortal Outworld people and possibly Raiden. But that's kind of it. Like honestly, I kind of hope that it, you know that we just have Kung Lao and he's the only Shaolin in the entire game, and everybody else is different. Because one thing that Eleven did that I feel like it deserves way more credit for is that I think it really opened up the lore of all these different realms and put them in sort of neutral ground. Like, you know, in the original games, it's just like, oh, Outworld is the big bad thing that's just terrible and everybody in Outworld wants to kill you and eat your soul and devour you. But you win, like in like in Eleven, the Cartatans have their own like, sort of culture. Um, Kodakon and his people have their own culture. And then the, uh, the Shogun... I guess the forearm people, I forget their race, but, um, Shokan. Yeah. God damn. What kind of MK fan are you? You don't know that by heart. Well, to be fair, like the, the whole realms thing has been the thing. Yeah. So but we never knew a lot time. about there, them. Like the... We did get a peek Wait, in, a, in 10 and 11. We did get a real good peek into outworld politics. True. Uh, and that's kind of, cool. I mean, you know, the, the chaos realm and oh, that, all that whatever the vampire one, like there's a bunch of yeah. realms. 
Like that's always been there. But yeah, it's it it was cool to see them delve into a few. Um, there's one more thing okay. I wanted to sort of highlight. Oh, J- Josh, you're still no, 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 no. Go ahead. So one thing that uh, I noticed in eleven, I don't remember if it was too much in ten, but especially in eleven, is I loved the fights in the cutscenes, like. Yeah, the fights, I figured we were going to mention this. The yeah. fights were so cool. Like, they were so well done. To the point where it's like, man, I don't even, like... I I enjoyed the 2021 movie, but the Mortal Kombat games have been giving us movies, like, every, like, four years for, like, the, <laughs> for, like, the past decade. Like, they've been giving us movie-quality stuff. And I feel like Eleven has gone above and beyond. And it feels like something's changed. I don't know what it is. And I tried to look into it, but I couldn't. I couldn't really figure out what was different. I guess. But ten had some good showcase stuff, it and did. I haven't played all through ten. But like, there was a point midway through playing eleven story mode where I was like, "Yeah," and it was probably Jade and Kotal Khan's story where she goes in the Takatan camp. Yeah. And there's a lot of scenes of like them swinging and stuff like that, and the vines and. Uh, just something around that point made me feel like I'm, yeah, this is Hollywood so, called. Yeah. I'm invested. I, I, I felt like that from the, like, when, you know, the special forces were invading, uh, was it Netherrealm? Or I know yeah. Outworld. Which one was it? Uh, it was Netherrealm because they had demons. Right, right. Shit. So when they, when they did that and, you know, the whole scene where, you know, uh, before Sonya Blade bites the dust. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, all the stuff with like that. Cassie and Jackie, like fighting all the monsters and stuff, like it, it was well choreographed. It was well shot. Like you can see, it, it, I kind of tuned out for that because it's like characters fighting a giant mob of people. No, no, I get Mushi. that. I get that. I started to understand that it was a little more special than that. I get. I mean, I get that. It, it was all can. It was like basically they're all fodder for just flip to. You know the characters do cool stuff, but the yeah. stuff they're doing were really cool, and it was like really well done. And then as this movie, as this the movie, when the game <laughs> goes on, it's more and more of that stuff. Like especially in aftermath, when you're seeing like Shang Tsung, like there was a cool moment in aftermath where Shang Tsung is just like kind of like doing the Neo thing and stuff. Oh, back. dude, yeah, 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 yeah that and was the guys cool. trying to hit him. Yeah, that so was actually was, a lot of fun to watch. So like, yeah, like I've 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 watched those cutscenes a lot, and I've even watched like there's these like. I think it's Gameology on YouTube. They have like uh, martial artists react, and they did martial mm. artists react to Mortal Kombat Eleven cutscenes. And they're the martial artists who are like you know in the stunt world, like you know they do like stunts for you know shows and movies and games or whatever. And they were all really impressed with like the motion capture and the choreography and the camera work and everything. Like they were like, "Wow, this is like legit stuff." Um, and I was looking, trying to look into it, like, and there's not much to see, because there's so many, like, animators and VFX artists, like, listed in the IMDb is hard to sift through. Um, looking through the stunts, there's, like, about 11 stunt performers. Um, there's a few that I recognize. Uh, one guy, uh, his name is Eric Jacobus. Jo- Jacobus. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing his name. Who's... I feel bad because I've actually interviewed him several years ago. Um, back when I, before, like we did, uh, we created Tokenet. I had another website called Rising Sentokusatsu, and we talked about everything—not just Tokusatsu. We talked about comic books. We talked about 
movies, everything like that. And he played Stryker in Legacy Season 2. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, um, Stryker was even in Season 2? Yeah, very briefly. Mm. Interesting, um, though. Yeah, he's a stunt performer. He had like a, a YouTube, like he had like a, a stunt group that did like interview videos like back in the early 2000s when that was kind of a new thing. Um, so I followed his kind of stuntman career for like a long time. And I did an interview with him when he had like his, one of his, like his second like indie movie came out. I did an interview with him on a podcast. And then years, a couple of years later, he got announced to do, he was playing Striker. And we did like a, an article on our web on that, on that website talking about it and he actually linked it on his like facebook as like i guess this is my press release of me doing <laughs> doing this show and i was like oh that's really cool so yeah i've it's really cool seeing that he's on the stunt team for this there's other people that i recognize like brendan Hoor, who's also like an old school like internet stunt guy uh lauren mary kim is also in there there's a bunch of people on here that are like legit like stunt performers that are like it's really cool seeing them in this game. Um, there's one person, cinematic development director, Martin Stoltz. I'm wondering if he's the one who's like in charge of all the cutscenes and getting those put together. Hmm. If that's Possibly. so, then he's done an amazing job. But it looks like it's a, it's a really big collaborative effort with a bunch of people. And I just got to give them credit for it. They did an amazing job. And I hope they just do better things with that. Well, yeah, let's hope that MK12 uh, picks up on that and continues. And if it don't, well, I've got 11 because I can, <laughs> I can, I can go back and just watch the like. I think it's like four plus hours of cutscenes, something like that. It's shorter than MK10's storyline, yeah, or story mode, but it's still like enough to like it, uh, satisfy you for a couple weeks. Uh, well, now based on Jay's description, I need to go back and just play the end of Aftermath to see. Yeah, like, like, dude, Shank like, 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 if nothing else, do it for Daddy Con. Daddy Con storyline is fantastic. <laughs> well, I've seen plenty of Daddy Con. Uh, like the, the 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 very end of Aftermath. I just want to see what happens when Shang Tsung wins. I've I've seen Daddy Kong get beaten by uh, Shang Tsung. Well, that yeah, was probably yeah, my oh, favorite yeah, part of lame. Aftermath. Too. Yeah, it was lame. I hate the fact, like, I hate the fact that Shao Kahn just like comes in spanks everybody says hey i like i'm the king follow me i'm tired of your bullshit we're taking over everything's great <laughs> me and sendell are going to be the power couple of the universe and everything and then it's like oh hi sang shung how are you doing you want to go in like this room and collect ultimate power with us yeah sure i'll go with you. i won't betray you at all and then just boom i mean i'm, I'm like oh damn it shout on that just made me crack up um can we talk about yeah sendell not to get a bunch of story but huh i said can we talk about sendell because she's pretty awesome in this Sindel's oh, pretty yeah, awesome, but a lot of people have uh, umbrage with her. In what way? Why is that? She, well, in what way? Because she was slightly retconned. I actually uh, like that retconned. I like my Sindel to be evil from the get-go. I don't want her to be a good person. F that. <laughs> so I'm okay with it because it's just another revelation. It's like, oh, mom, you were an asshole from the beginning. You betray- Oh, too bad oh, you that sucks. will die. You will die. I really <laughs> wish. I really wish that they would have brought that actress back. For Dude, like, yeah, they yeah. should have. Yeah, yeah, they, they should have. Um, um, but no, I actually, like, I love that. It's only annoying because they've done it throughout the game. Because they, uh, they weirdly retconned Cabal. They weirdly retconned Aaron Black a little bit, and it, uh, it just seems like their their motto is just like take what you expected and fuck it. 
<laughs> but uh, I'm kind of okay with Sindel, and I'm kind of okay with it just because her and Shao Kahn. I think there was a time when Gomez and Morticia Adams were like the most like you know ideal couple. No, it's Shao Kahn and Sindel. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. That's what made that storyline so good is that I actually kind of felt like, hey, Sindel and Shao Kahn legitimately are evil, creepy psychopaths that just want to rule over their subjects with an iron fist, and they gel so well together during it. And it's just, it's actually kind of adorable, because like, hey, they're actually like, they actually feel like a legit couple. Like, Shao Kahn is not manipulating her. Their their love is actually genuine. I mean, it's crazy. She recognized his power, and she's like, I'm for it. Yeah. He's like, I I recognize that you recognize my power. Let's rule the world. Yep. Wife. Who who did you guys pick mostly when you, when they were choosing between I alternated. I don't know because I like the way they both play. I'm a, I like Sindel a little more because I typically like more floaty characters. I'm not for the big brutes. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I was Denny Khan mm-hmm. all the way. Like once I got the chance to choose him, I didn't leave. I'm like, nope, it's Shao Kahn all the way because I, I like the way he played. I like his I like his voice. I think his voice acting is some of the best in the entire game, actually, because I find it kind of fun. And I just like his obnoxious, brutish nature. Like I just find his personality fun. <laughs> so, but my favorite moment is when he comes off the ship and he just raises his arms. Yep. Oh, and all the people are yeah god 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 he's just like he's like hulk hogan my, ripping off much. his shirt my favorite part is when like they're debating on who's gonna go after katana and sindel's like talking to katana and then people just start attacking shao Kahn in the background and he just smashes them he's like oh, oh yeah <laughs> that yeah, was hilarious yeah. <laughs> and he's just like beating them up while sindel's just talking all this crap to katana and i just thought that was the most hilarious thing i'm like oh for Shao Kahn, this really is just Tuesday. Like, it's great. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, if you pick Sindel, like, yeah, she starts talking to Katana, and then all of a sudden someone attacks <laughs> Shao Kahn. He dodges and beats the crap out of them, and then he just goes off and just wailing on everybody else. It's great. But I will... I um, what was I going to say? Shoot, I lost my train. Oh, we got to give a shout-out to Kira Tagawa as Shanks. Of course. Like, yes, we do. It felt. It just felt so right to have him play this character again and they did a really good job with his like face like it looked legit to me even when they even when they like made him young again it still looked really good i love the part that they're going to make him young again where you're playing where it's like it's shit carried Tagawa, but it's through old shang song and then at the end it gets his energy and it's like oh shit it's i was really hoping that when he became young they get the jacket well, like I said, the jacket apparently is an alternate costume you can get. I'm gonna look into that. And, huh? I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, look into that. I've seen pictures of it, so it's like I haven't, I haven't even downloaded Shang Tsung. Like I'm, I'm really selective with how much space I fill up on my SD card. So I put everybody. <laughs> in there. I got it. But now that I've played Shang Tsung and Aftermath, I like the way he plays. I'm going to download him. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I, I do kind of miss when you can like actually change into every character in the game. Yeah. But, but I like I, that he plays he turns into Airmac, who's not in the game. So it's it's a chance for me to just get a little Airmac in there. So, and you can there's a move where you can steal someone's soul and you can at least take the you can take the move set and appearance of whoever you're fighting at the time. Did that work all the time in the story though? No, it didn't because it, no, it didn't work I tried against Fujin or Raiden. It, it didn't work against did either of them. It didn't work against Shao Kahn either. It didn't work against Kronika either. Yeah, well, that, that makes sense. But it's like I think if 
like since I haven't downloaded them, I think like yeah, anybody you're facing, you can at least take their moveset. Yeah, not in story. Okay. Like if you just have like a regular match or something. Yeah. But then again, like uh, there's so many mains I'm interested in. You can only have certain, so many mains. I have Scorpion. Melina's cool, um, but as always, I'm clumsy. I'm clumsy with Melina. Uh, I'm starting to think like, okay, I like Noob Saibot. I didn't think I'd like him at first, but now Noob Saibot, like is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who's um, everybody's mains? Because it's for everybody to, to like... Like for 9, it was... For 9, it was I mean, like for Scorpion, 11. Melina, and... Cyrax, and now it's like definitely Scorpion, kind of Melina, and I'm warming up to Noob Saibot and maybe Cabal. Mine was always, of course, like Johnny was always my main, and then I wanted to end up, and I think like, and I think Cassie was always like my second main, and in 10, I wanted to be good with Sonya, but I just wasn't good with her. She's better in 11, but honestly, I may just drop Sonya and pick up um, Shao Kahn because my other person I like is Reptile but Reptile is not in 11 which I'm kind of sad about because I like Reptile but he but I'll just be but screw it I'll pick up um, I'll pick up Shao Kahn and learn him he's fun right uh, for me I mean of course Kung Lao that's my my main forever um, and in back in like MKX I picked up Jackie and in 11 she plays very differently but I really like how she plays because she alternates between like a bunch of different like ways of fighting it's really cool i like i like her style of fighting she a lot. she, um, she is so has much been... better she's huh? like like jackie no jackie jackie is so much better in 11 than she ever was in 10 like hands down she i mean she was fun she... in 10 because she had the whole like you know rockets and stuff like that but i like her like having the rocket punch and the rocket kick and like doing the grapples and all that like her her moves like so fluid it's really good mm-hmm. um I have always like had Liu Kang as like sort of a backup character for me, and I like him in eleven. I just need to work on him more. Uh, but someone that I kind of I haven't gotten into her like learning more of her moves yet. But I want to get into Jade more. Hmm. Like I feel like Jade is pretty cool in that game. I just haven't really spent the time to like dive into her moveset. But I kind of want to get into her character because she's very fast. I like the. The, the bow staff it's a really cool like she uses it in really cool ways so I kind of want to kind of want to get into that character I may start learning her um oh okay so I guess before we uh call it an episode uh since we were talking about you know MK12 and we <laughs> I think we're kind of all in agreement that it would be cool if they started from the very very beginning with Great Kung Lao and have new characters and stuff uh, but I mean, it's another realm. It's Mortal Kombat. They're gonna bring back. They're gonna bring DLC characters. You know it. <laughs> you know. So I guess pick three DLC characters that you would like to see in Mortal Kombat 12 if they go with the all new, you know, roster for for 12. Are we talking about uh, DLC of characters like old MK characters like Nightwolf or like complete like? Terminator, like, like any of them, okay. Full free reign. So mine would be like I, I definitely want to see Goro back again. Um, if he's not in twelve, if he's like like because he 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 was a DLC character in ten, but I kind of hope they bring Goro back um, in some way. But if he's not in twelve, I want to see him as a DLC character for my fan. So for my fan servicey one, I want John Wick. 
just put John Wick in Mortal Kombat uh-huh. at this point. I think that would be a crap ton of fun because we. And then also, just for the horror aspect of it, put Chucky in there. Give me like the small little doll thing. No, you thing. can't do Chucky. So are they? Are they? They only bring characters that are part of the WB family, right? Or under I the guess, WB umbrella, because yeah, Jason and Freddy are both WB. Predator and Alien are both Terminator. WB. I don't know what Terminator is. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I mean, I mean, if John Wick is not under that, then pay a license fee and get it done. Because I yeah, for sure, John Wick would be a crap ton of fun and basically if we're already like talking about all this stuff i mean i thought it was ridiculous when we had rambo and terminator and spawn in the dang game anyway i thought we, <laughs> I like as, as much as i love it i thought it was like just crazy but sure let's just keep going with crazy hair horror icons put Candyman in there that'd be kind of fun um and put well it feels like we're going away from horror icons to action icons now because now we got rambo and robocop and terminator Oh, dude, we need John McClane. And now then. we're going Let's to put John McClane in the game. That'd be fun. Yeah, fuck it. Why not John McClane? <laughs> but now we're going into comics too because we've got Spawn. And I'll get Joker. into that. But... <laughs> Joker was in the in eleven too. Oh, and, and yeah, Joker. I know, um, I, I know that's actually one DLC I don't want in Mortal Kombat ever again. I'm sick of Joker. I've seen him in too much stuff. A lot of people like because he's not he's not Heath Ledger Joker. He's not Joaquin Phoenix Joker. He's basically comic joker and a lot of people really like him i haven't downloaded him but a lot of people like his play style i don't really care about jokers so. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. i download it if they put joaquin phoenix in there oh god i would hate it more yeah i think i would hate it's it more like, too. you're not just... listening are you <laughs> <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve <laughs> get what you fucking this is fatality yeah. as he sits down of you in a little desk he's like you get what you fucking deserve I mean, if 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 the great Kung Lao is the main character of Twelve and he doesn't play like my Kung Lao, then I want some time travel BS and have my Kung Lao back. Yeah, in. Well, that's the thing. They they could do anything because we don't really have much precedence on what great Kung Lao fights. Yeah, is what's yeah. he fights like? Is he does he do the hat trick or is he something different? He's probably different. I don't think he's gonna do the hat thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could. Like, there's, like, been previous art from, like, MK9 that shows him also wearing a hat in the same uniform. But we don't yeah. got much to go off of outside that. It's true, yeah. So he, he could play, he could be our, like, fill-in Kung Lao, or he could be something different. Maybe. Yeah. And that goes for the rest of the cast if they decide to do, like, yeah, like a completely new, like, ancient tournament cast list. Maybe what... Uh, somebody also suggested that, you know, what if we see... Johnny Cage's ancestors see where his god killing powers came that'd from. That'd be kind of fun. Cool. Um, yeah, like actually, you know what? Screw it. I think one thing we should have as far as like DLC, let's have the let's have the Keanu Reeves double pack. Let's have Neo and John Wick in there. That'd be fun. Oh my god, yeah, that'd oh, be wow. cool. That would. Which it, that small aside, that is something that impresses me is that uh, we got Christopher Lambert and Bridgette Wilson and and Linda Mashby, but we also got fucking Sylvester Stallone. Who just says, yeah, fuck it. I'll put my voice and likeness, even though my likeness is going to get murdered in about 150 different ways. I don't care. Sure. He seems more gung-ho about that than, you know, most people are. I don't know. I'm just really impressed that they got Sylvester Stallone. And I'm not a RoboCop fan, so fill me in. Is the voice actor, is that the original RoboCop actor, or is it another impersonator like for Arnold? I know I'm going to figure out that, like, you've seen the next time that we play Mortal Kombat 11. I'm going to, I think I have, like, a, 
the uh, the ninety five movie like pack or whatever with all the voices and stuff. I'm going to figure out how to make uh, my Johnny Cage be voiced by Lyndon Ashby, and I'm never changing it. <laughs> I'm just never going to change I, that's it. That's a hard decision to make because I like the guy that played. I like the Johnny Cage, the MK. Oh yeah, yeah, MK. yeah. He's fine. It's just that it's but Lyndon it's like Ashby playing Lyndon Johnny oh. Cage. So, so uh, Peter Weller, the original actor, came back for after for uh, MK11. Peter. Peter that? Weller, who's the actor who played RoboCop in the movie. Okay, so he did. There you go. Yeah. So, like, the only one they didn't get is Arnold, just because, like, Bright's and Arnold's busy and stuff like that. I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, which that's disappointing, oh, oh, but it's oh, just the fact that... Oh, but they did get Keith David for Spawn. That made me happy. Of course, yeah. That made me very happy. I know that made you happy. <laughs> oh, they should have got Michael J. White. Oh, well, Keith David's a more iconic Spawn. <laughs> Um, I know that that was a. That was they, a I mean, they could technically fuck get... it. Black Dynamite, put Black Dynamite sure, more. Why not? Technically, why not? They, technically, they could get Neo because, like, the Matrix is a WB property. It is. So they could technically get Neo if they. Want I feel to. John Wick would be the more. Oh, I would love to get John Wick way yeah. more than that. Um, I don't know who else I'd want to get. Like, as far as like DLC characters from like the like, if they wanted to bring, I mean, you know, you know, they're gonna if. If Scorpion and Sub Zero are not a part of the main story, they're gonna bring them back as DLC. You know it. Yeah, just like Melina, um, which unfortunately, I think Melina. I mean, Lena. Melina died in MK10, MKX, right? I don't remember. Uh, from what I understand, she died. She pretty much came back in Eleven as DLC because of fan pressure, and when I say pressure, I mean death threats. Oh my god. Really? Which makes me feel really bad to be a Melina fan. Like, I'm glad that she's in there, and she also, like, looks, like, 200% like Melina and doesn't have the stupid lips gimmick. Like, she is a perfect Melina. Um, but, yeah, apparently it was, like, so much pressure to have her in that even though they were planning not to use her, that, like, okay, Melina's in. That's freaking terrible. It's a little terrible. Melina fans are the worst. Um, <laughs> says me. Um, but it's like... uh they could put anybody in. Yeah, they could put... I mean, I, I, I appreciate... I hope that they do the ballsiness of having a Mortal Kombat game with, like like Jay said, like Third Strike. Because, like, MK3 was almost that. Cause, and it was only because the guy that played Johnny Cage got fired, and he also happened to play Ninjas. So there's no Johnny Cage, there's no Scorpion. I don't know why there was no Katana or Melina or Jade at first. But you had a Mortal Kombat game that was, like, half new characters. And it was, and it was also like a new aesthetic, like right. the futuristic shit, and not so much like the Shaolin type style. And it was new, and they could do something like that with this. Man, that's really interesting. Now if they do that, they yeah. Do also, I want Deadpool. In it. I don't know why, but I just want Deadpool. In this oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Deadpool. I don't know if they'd be able to do that because uh, Deadpool is a Marvel character, which is Marvel. Owned, which is owned by Disney. So that may not happen. I mean, yeah. get to do the same license thing that they would do if they got John Wick. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it costs it costs a lot less to get John Wick though. I mean, it just seems to be that uh, you get DC characters and uh, well, I mean, fuck, Spawn's not either of those. Spawn's like what? Image, Malibu Image. Malibu, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what. How the fuck either. did Spawn even get in there? Does he fall under the uh, WE umbrella or? Dude, I don't know how this stuff works. He was in Soul Calibur. I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, Lord everybody knows. was. Darth Vader was in Soul Calibur. <laughs> Yoda was. His, yeah, there was. It so doesn't was make any sense, man. 
Like, like Link in Mortal Kombat. Like, why is cool, why is ever gonna fucking happen? Like, why is Negan from The Walking Dead in Tekken? Yeah, that makes no sense. Good point, because everyone fucking loves Negan, and I love that the fact he's in Tekken. Not that I mean, but it doesn't make sense in Tekken though. <laughs> it doesn't, but who cares? Uh, fighting games are party games now. It's like Smash. You get he's in. <laughs> Whoever you get, Mr. Bean. Is in. <laughs> the purple t- Tinky Winky. He's in. Yeah. Oh, we should get Austin Powers in Mortal Kombat 12. Dude, why not? I mean, at this point, <laughs> just because of like how violent everything is, like, screw it. And this is under WB. Get Bugs Bunny in Mortal Kombat. That makes total sense to me. That'd be great. Bugs Bunny. Uh, Space Jam Mortal Kombat crossover. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Mortal Kombat versus Space Jam. Dude, get Michael Jordan to come back. Oh, my God. Get do face scan. Dude. I'm getting excited. I'm sorry yeah, I tapped no. my glass. No, at that point, let's get like let's get Sha- uh, let's get Shaquille O'Neal on this and make him play a Shaq Fu character. In Dude, I mean they already did a Shaq Fu remake. No, but they should play the Shaq Fu in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he does have a sweet. Shaq that's would what do you that, do that because that if you watch TV, Shaq is in like every commercial imaginable. Oh, he does that. He does everything. He, he is he. I think he's Endgame is owning the world because like he's in everything. So sure, he'd be in Mortal Kombat. Oh, well, he's already. Let's well, get Godzilla in there. Oh yeah, let's shrink him down. Well, you know the rumor about like somebody could there be a, a Godzilla Nether World ga- Nether Realm game? Dude, give uh, it to somebody. Me. Proffered the idea, and Ed Boon was like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." And it's like Godzilla technically falls under the WB label right now. It's true. It, it but, could work. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Like, like it, at this point, I just say, just do it. Like, uh, whether whether you make a whole new game or if Godzilla's in Mortal Kombat, just shrink him down. I don't care. <laughs> I'd play it anyway. No, just make a monster fighting game. Make it fast. Put some buildings in the background collapsing. Yep. No, but I, I want I want Scorpion versus Godzilla. Well, oh well. If we're gonna segue into like my uh, DLC picks, here's a way to uh, warm up to Godzilla properties. Uh, make fucking uh, Don Fry. A DLC character for MK11 or 12. He has a sword that he barely Just uses. John Fry as Douglas Gordon from Final Wars. Oh my god! No one's and Josh. Guess, and Josh, and guess gone. what? Only people like you and me and Yasin are going to know who that is. <laughs> yeah, some people will be like, "What the fuck?" But maybe not because like UFC fans are recognizing. Oh yeah, yeah be like, "Oh good. fuck!" Hey, it's Don the Predator Fry. Yeah. So, so it's like two dis- very distinct fan. Like if you if you either know. UFC, makes like MMA stuff, or if you are a huge Godzilla fan, you'll know Yo, what man. that right. Outside that, everybody is clambering for uh, fucking uh, Ash from the Evil Dead, from Bruce Campbell. That would work. Me. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, that's the... He has to be in it, because he's the Quip King. True. Um, he's made for Mortal Kombat. Oh, imagine, imagine the alternate, like, the alternate, like, uh, what do you call it? Dialogues between him and Johnny Cage. Oh God, that'd be hilarious! Oh my God, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I already laughed my butt off like when, um, uh, when Johnny Cage uh, versed the alien in ten, and when his dialogue was "Game over, man," <laughs> or "Your head looks like a dildo." <laughs> Dude, like having like jo- uh, Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage in that game, and going through all of the different dialogues where he's talking to himself. It's great. Oh yeah, that stuff was funny. Man. I think you seen and I just I died some laughing at that tonight. like every single time. That's <laughs> oh, so good. I want to play some Eleven online tonight. Uh, I was going to play prepping for this episode, but I didn't have yeah. time. Yeah, and you seen you and I should see if we can do the whole crossplay thing like between. Yeah, we need to try that because yeah, the yeah, interesting thing try. about this is like 
before the pandemic, we all used to, you know, congregate to, to Jay's place and play it on his Xbox. But now that we've been playing it on our own, like he has an Xbox, I have PS4, Josh has has it on the Switch. So we can't technically, well, Josh can't play with us, but I think they recently made it so that PS4 and Xbox One can play together. You so guys should be able to, yeah. We need to try it. Yeah. Let's do that I'd, I'd much soon. rather I'd much rather have Tekken be crossplay, but I still want to try it. Yeah, let's do it at some point sure. this week. You've seen, so there you go. We have our like we have our online mandate like ready. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to try that. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else we need to say? No. I was trying to think about who my other like DLC dream list would be before we like cut off, but we're getting close to two hours. Yeah. And I can't think of anything except Ash. Yeah, no, yeah. pinhead from the Hellraiser series or something. I, don't I know. mean, they'll find something. They'll, they'll, There's definitely they'll enough horror icons and franchise that people know. They will find something. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Because, uh, like I said, it seems to be moving away from horror into more action '80s icons: Terminator, or, uh, Rambo, and and RoboCop, and now comic icons like Spawn. Fucking put in uh, Turok and Shadow Man who are two comic icons that were picked up by Acclaim, who used to, you know, uh, distribute MK games. And I don't know if they, where they fall under, like, rights-wise, but fucking put Acclaim? them in. Yeah, uh, uh, way back, Acclaim picked up rights to, like, these old Malib- Malibu? I forget which uh, comic label. Uh, to, they wanted to, like, do video game versions of these old comic titles and they had Turok and Shadow Man and they like cons- like you know Parallel did like new comic runs of them but also made video games of them so that we had the N64 you know Turok and Turok 2 and Shadow Man and Shadow Man 2 right and oh, okay. like that was their thing and they did Armorines they wanted to do like this big partnership between like comics and like the video game adaptations and Turok and Shadow Man are really goddamn good. And I don't know what, you know, ownership they fall under, but they'd be great in Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Which Shadow Man has a remaster coming out, and I'm waiting for the Switch uh, release to come out. Because that's a really goddamn in-depth, very adult in every sense of the word, and not superficially, uh, game that is worth playing. I don't know if I've ever played I don't even know if really heard of that game. I was telling you about it before but it's like there's so much depth uh, that you have to read into and it's about serial killers and a lot of it is like holy shit they put this in an N64 game like oh it's that little... game yeah 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 oh you, you showed me you had the cartridge for it right yeah I still have the cartridge the N64 yeah. one yeah 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 okay that's where I, okay I remember I just looked at the <laughs> images and I'm like okay yeah I remember that yeah Boxart. you're a voodoo dude chasing serial killers Right, yeah. And it's okay. it's it's SVU, the game, <laughs> for N64. Anyway, he'd be a great character for Mortal Kombat. They could get the voice actor for him. And Turok. Fuck it, Doom Guy. Put Doom Guy in Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, Doom Guy could totally be in Mortal Kombat. He's all guns, though. I mean, people are wanting him in, in Smash anyway, and he'd be great for Smash too. But yeah, <laughs> Put him in Mortal Kombat so he can be gory. Let's get Mario in Mortal Kombat, dude. Oh, dude, dude, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> but like the the Bob Hoskins version of Mario. Oh my god! Well, he's passed away, so he can't. 
recording. Oh, the then let's get Luigi then. Yeah, let's get John Leguizamo to yeah, play him. That'll still John Leguizamo. I'd do it. Well, he could he could pick up his uh, John Wick role too. Yeah, that's true. He could oh, like we just have the multi universe of like just him from yeah. The he could past, have a skin as the past. Mario from uh, what was that movie? What? Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like just have the just have a John Leguizamo video game. I yeah. Let's write a the letter fact to that John this group Leguizamo. is so obsessed with John Leguizamo now. Just, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, the the running gag is that I apparently am because like the past <laughs> three movies that I've watched have featured him, and I'm like, I like John Leguizamo, but I'm not like his biggest fan or anything. It's just coincidental. <laughs> oh God. Uh, anything else? Mm. I think we should. No, I think it. I'm good on mine. Yeah, I think we should call it because we're getting close to hour and a half, two hours. Um, MK11's good. Um, really, we. The only thing we didn't talk about is like you know what's going to happen next to the game, but I think it's pretty much everyone's figure that the game's kind of petering out. Uh, th- there is a crypt event like almost every other week, and there is like because I picked up some new scorpion skins. There's, I never uh, do those. I never do crypts. Like I said, I'm all in this shit, and I when I heard there was a scorpion skin, I'm like, I gotta get that shit. I got do they still it. do the stupid jump scare crap? No, no, that's gone. Thank God. Uh, really? It's just an MKX thing. Yeah. There's I no mean, it was an MK9 thing. That's what made me stop doing it. No, there's no jump scares. There's like, it's it feels like a game, like an adventure game. Like, there's like a lot of depth to it, but there's no jump scares this time. Okay. Don't worry. Um, except like you're walking to the pit, the bottom of the pit for the first time, and out of nowhere, like someone falls. But there's no like, no spiders jumping out and face hugging you. Nothing like that. Okay. Um, but, uh, like there's shit going on in this like the online store and like you know the crypt and the online scene is still pretty hopping like I, even on switch i have no trouble finding matches so there's people interested in the game but as far as like new content to the game coming probably they're just saving it for 12 which makes me real sad because that means we're probably not going to get robin shoe we're probably going to get Robin Shu for 12 and then Lynn and Ashby and Bridget Wilson and everyone else are not going to be in it. And it's going to be like, well, we, they can't all be together. Yeah. <laughs> like we got uh, like, Freddy for MK9 and Jason for MKX, but we can't have a Freddy versus Jason match. Like we were saying in another podcast, it's like, I think he's just kind of taken a long break from the acting world to, you know, raise his kids or whatever. And who? Robin Shu. Oh, okay. I didn't. Is, is he taking a break? Well, I mean, he did. I don't know if he's still doing it because he he did like some you know press stuff for like uh, you know he done he's done panels and stuff like that in a few interviews. But uh, he said something about that a while ago. Um, but he also just said that he didn't really feel like he wanted to come back to at least he didn't feel like coming back to like a reboot hmm. or anything like that. Um, that's why he was cool with them doing like you know a new Mortal Kombat movie because like oh you know our thing was our thing, let the new thing be the new thing. Although apparently it's saw an article that they're like they may be cameos if they do the sequel. I hope so. I I want. I've seen Robert a clickbait Sh- article saying like hinting at that, but I didn't read it. I mean, I want Robert Shu to come back and everything. So if he comes back in some kind of Mortal Kombat game, some kind of capacity, I I'd, I'd be the first one to download that because. I just I I would like him to be my my Liu Kang, right? He is my Liu Kang. I want that hair. That's what he I want. is Liu Kang. He is Liu Kang. Spirit, the chosen one. 
Ludi Lin was pretty good, but Ludi Lin was really I, I liked Ludi Lin as it, but you can't you can't beat Robin Shu. No, no, you can't beat him. Can't. How do how do we every time we always come back to Robin Shu? Because he's perfect, dude. He's perfect. He yes, is, he he, so perfect. he is he is Liu Kang perfection in a like in a great hair. <sighs> I remember seeing an interview. Uh, he did an interview. I think last year. I think because for the anniversary, or like it was the twenty fifth anniversary last year, and he, they did an interview. But you know, it's COVID, so everybody's doing it at their own house. And I saw like he had like a buzz cut. And I was like, oh, that hurt. Robin shoe. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, he cut his hair really low. I was like, oh, my heart. Yeah, I don't ever want to see that. It's like kind of like gore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think we should end it. Yeah, yeah. I think we should wrap it. So. We'll be back soon uh, to talk about uh, maybe revisit the series from starting from the first game and maybe like talk about historically that. And then at some point we're going to show our very special guest, Elliot, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Which will be will fun. definitely be a fun episode. Yeah. So much fun. I can't wait for that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so but we got a lot of stuff lined up. Yeah. But I think the next one, I think, or the next game one that we're going to do is definitely going to be MK1. So all of us are going to figure out a time to hopefully get together soon and play MK1 and go through all the sweepings and uppercuts all day and figure everything out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's going to sure. be a special challenge for me because I've actually never beaten MK1 with anybody other than Sub-Zero, and I want to beat it with Johnny Cage this time. Oh, so. I got so close. I got so close last week. I played as Liu Kang, and I got to like the third endurance uh, level, and then I game over. Game over, man. <laughs> yeah. Outro. Hmm? Josh. Why is it always got to fucking fall on me? You started it. You started it. Oh. Well, I did start it, but I didn't start it last time, and I had ended it last time. <laughs> um, look after each other. Remember, you're family now. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram combat time pod and visit our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash combat time podcast you can also email us at combat time podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show see you next time mortal combat continues get over here